Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Weather Insider brought to you by Quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, sonic vibrations for healthier gums, and a multi-use cover for brushing on the go. Go to getquip.com weather. Major storm system bringing lots of rain and wind in the eastern part of the country will slowly move across the I-95 corridor and as cold air comes in on the back side of that system, in some places, maybe even many places, we're going to see that rain and the snow. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Bernie Reno. And this is Weather Insider for Monday, December the 9th, episode number 201. And Bernie, you've been touting the potential of the storm system ending as snow in many places for over a week. But let's get to that in a second. Let's talk about the impact Monday night and into Tuesday and the rain and the fog and the wind. Yeah, yeah, rain, fog. You know what? It's a breezy and balmy night from Virginia all the way up into northern New England. Temperatures overnight on Monday will be higher than the average high temperature on Monday. That's above freezing in most places. 40s, 50s. A lot of uh, rain, too. Rain, drizzle, and you had mentioned this uh, mentioned this at the onset fog yes. uh, especially where there's a deep snow cover across New York State and northern New England all of that warm air over the cold ground some of that fog's going to be dense that's going to have major problems uh, for the morning commute on Tuesday yeah. it's the, it's the condensation if you take a cold glass of water and you throw some ice in it and you just let it sit there what happens after a few minutes it get the outside of it gets wet all because it's the the air on the outside of that glass can't hold as much moisture uh, as the surrounding air because it's cooled because cold air holds less moisture than warm air and so it condenses on the around the outside of the glass that's the same principle that causes the fog it's the air passing over the cold land mm-hmm. the air passing over that cold glass and that's what we're and we're going to have that we often have that this time of year when you get a warm Whatever storm and a cold ground and it it causes Flight delays and havoc. What's going on with that? Ha- well, you know, there's and, already and driving too because of there's the already fog. been mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah, I want to say that <laughs> already. That's been going on already on Monday along the I-95 corridor. Many flight delays because of low ceilings. So that's going to continue the rest of Monday night and into Tuesday. But then the change. There we go. Honk, starts honk, to honk. arrive. Come on, let me hear you go. Honk, honk. There you go. I could do the rain of foghorn. <laughs> You just did it. You could do it, and you just did it, Bernie. But you've been talking about this for a week. As the storm, it's moving slowly. As it slowly moves away, 
and uh, the whole frontal system, and there's kind of waves of energy that come mm-hmm. up along that front, and the cold air presses in. This is It's a classic setup for that backlash snow. Yeah, and I was concerned actually last week that the wave along that front, the, that, that wave of energy. energy, would be stronger. It appears as though it's going to be weaker, but there's going to be enough of it that the rain starts changing the snow uh, on Tuesday, even as far south as northern parts of Alabama, Mississippi, that there's a possibility that there can be at least some snow in the air Tuesday afternoon. Then that threat goes right up in the eastern Tennessee, Kentucky. I-81 in Western Virginia, and you've been on that road, I many, know, several many times. Many times. Roanoke, uh, all the way northward, uh, That's that could be a big issue there. Was- actually, southward, over the mountains. Washington, D.C., Philadelphia. Inch or two of slushy snow? Co- I, think, I think there's a coating to an inch or two, one to three inches of snow, starting earlier uh, farther south and west across parts of Tennessee and Kentucky on Tuesday, mostly in the mid-Atlantic and northeast, and that threat will go all the way to Boston and coastal Maine. That will mostly be Tuesday night into Wednesday so where means, the rain goes over the snow and it's an inch or two. So does yeah. that mean that Wednesday morning commute uh, in D.C., but in Baltimore, but especially like Philly and the New, New York and the New York uh, West, northern western suburbs and up in the southern New England could be a, could be an issue with some slush, especially bridges and overpasses? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, especially bridges and overpasses. We were just talking, I was talking with Brett Anderson earlier on Monday, and the thought was most roads would be wet. Now, the exception to that would be the elevation that we just talked about in Western Virginia. But I think for the cities like Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York, and even Boston, the ground is going to be so warm, the cold air is is not quite in at the surface. So I think most roads will be wet, but I do would be concerned that it comes down hard enough. It could get sloppy and messy, and that would most likely be on the bridges and overpasses. And the other thing is, from Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., toward Boston, much of that will be falling at night. So it is easier easier to accumulate. And and certainly get some icy patches. But behind that system, as it moves off the coast, obviously on Wednesday, it's going to turn sharply colder all up and down the eastern seaboard and, and certainly back into portions of the Great Lakes and the Midwest. But all the way down to the Gulf Coast, places like New Orleans will, will be significantly colder. And then that's going to set up the scene, though. Uh, th- that's going to hang around for a day or so, but it's going to try to warm up again just in time for the next storm at the end of the week. And that storm is likely to be uh, mostly a rainstorm, I would think. I think so. One always has to worry. Friday into Saturday? Yeah, one always has to worry, is there enough cold air on the northern edge of this storm for a little bit of ice? You might worry about that. Some other people are are not worried about that at all. They're happy that's the case. Well, I'm worried that it can occur. That's what I mean. So I'm not... Well, that's something, uh, an answer we're going to have to uh, wrestle with here. But again, also why dramatic changes. You had mentioned the southeast, also Texas. Houston, yes. 82 degrees on Monday. Uh, they will be no better than the lower 50s by Tuesday. And we have to give the ducks their due, Bernie. Out, uh, I guess I was wrong uh, on that one. I, me too. And I guess I the was, fact is yeah. uh, the ducks perform well in the rain. Yeah, you there was what? rain there. Evan and I spoke to each other more this weekend than I think we do in the office going over these calls. Games, That's but right. I give you know, bow down to the Ducks, the Utes. They were never in that. No, game. and that was and and that game. That's the only game that really caused a lot of movement yeah. in in the college football yeah. top twenty was that game. Uh, the Utes dropped precipitously yeah. all the way down to what twelve, thirteenth, and Oregon moved up. Uh, what I think they're 
fifth, no, sixth, sixth, something like that. So uh, big, big changes. Everybody else kind of held serve, maybe jockeyed one or two places at the very most, probably more like one. But I was wrong it. on the Utes. And also, Dead wrong. Also on Georgia, Bernie. Uh, Georgia, yeah, yeah. Evan let me know about that one. Because I had that one no. right. So the I was, texts were flying fast and furious So I was Saturday one, evening. I was 1-1, one one. Bernie was 0-2. Oh I gave you partial credit on the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. You did partial, partial credit. Partial Because I said that uh, Wisconsin would hang for a while, and then Ohio State would blow them out. Ohio State won handily, but they didn't blow them out. I, I would give you that. credit for that. Handily. Handily. Yeah, handily. Yeah. handily. Do, you think, do you think Ohio State beat Penn State handily? No. It was eleven points. I know. Wisconsin was thirteen. Uh, it's true. Yeah, but they were. But That's Ohio State for another time. But Ohio State, <laughs> the second half, Ohio State, but dominated, Penn State dominated, never, dominated. Penn State never led in it's that true. game. Yeah, but I know half is not the only thing in football. But you can't ignore it either. That's why they play. At least you can't ignore the other half. Your pack too. won, Bernie. Yeah, barely. That, but Which they was won, but not they won. a surprise. No, I'll not. be sticking for your Eagles tonight. Thank you. Way. Appreciate that. Yeah. They're mine. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast and play fantasy sports, check out Field Conditions, giving you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks. New episodes every Friday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 